Hi, everyone. My name is Gina Sapanta with Empower Hour. Welcome to my podcast, where I will discuss everything about the reawakening and reprogramming of our lives. I'm on a mission to live an unapologetic, successful life and show you exactly how I do that, because you can have that too. I'm a mom. I'm a lawyer. I own multiple businesses. I'm a cancer warrior. I'm divorced, remarried. I'm successful, healthy, and I'm happy. I live well, and I intentionally live every single day of my life. It's been quite a journey to get here. I wasn't always like this. Like you, I grew up and functioned in a programmed world that taught me that I had to live a certain way make certain decisions, achieve certain milestones to be successful and happy. Until one day I woke up and realized I checked all those boxes, but I am not feeling successful and I felt far from happy. I started an interesting and important conversation with myself about that. What do I really want? What makes me happy? And if you are ready for that conversation and this resonates with you, join me on my podcast as I guide you through this conversation and share how you can achieve this as well. It's beautiful, it's wonderful, it's within our power. Good morning, good morning. Elias is here joining the discussion. Three weeks old today. Okay, guys, I posted about it. No. 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 I mean, that word sets off alarm bells. Just like mommy guilt, it sets off alarm bells for me. No. You don't even know what the question is, but you hear the answer no, and right away you're like, what, no, what, what? And if you're saying no to something, oh my goodness, right? So another thing in my life that has been a, a you know, process and a learning curve for me is learning this power of saying no and learning to say no. And it sounds so easy. Yeah, just say no, just say no. It sounds, right? It sounds so easy, but in practice, it's a lot more difficult because we're in a program society that has put these expectations and demands upon us to fit into these puzzle piece, pieces of a puzzle to, that would deem us good or bad or you know doing the right thing or not. And saying yes or no to certain questions your answer will determine whether or not you fit in these puzzle boxes, right? And we've done it all our life. We've had to make this decision, yes or no, since birth. And so we're so, so set on having to make a decision. And so the way I've broken it down and the way I see the decision-making process for myself is it's a two-step process. And this can be applied to any decision we make, okay? It doesn't matter what walk of life you're in, what station of life you're in, what you're doing with your, with your life, what industry or job you're in. It doesn't matter. It's all relative. Okay, a two-step process, and I'm going to tell you how I walk through these things. Step one, you've got a decision to make. Somebody comes to you with a question, and you have to make a decision, or a situation presents itself, and you have to make a left or a right, a yes or a no. It has happened all our life. It's gonna happen a few times today and it will happen for the rest of our lives, okay? We have to make a decision. And so that, that in and of itself is step one. You are presented with a decision to make. The power of being decisive is something we're not taught in our society. Our program society has taught us to deviate away from 
our natural instinct. And what I mean by that is we all have, and I've talked about this before, our gut feeling, our gut intelligence, which is our instinct. Your gut is telling you, you know, you're feeling that feeling something doesn't seem right or something that feels fabulous. In our program society though, we are taught to think. We are taught to analyze, overanalyze, overthink, overthink, underthink, think about it. So this then creates the problem for step one because we have a decision to make and our, we have now a usually a conflict between what, what I think is right versus what I feel is right or what I know is right, which is your gut feeling, right? So in any one of these decisions that we have to make where we're presented with a situation, if you don't resoundingly respond within the millisecond of hearing that question with a yes or a no, tell me this doesn't happen, where you immediately start going into anal analytical mode. Well, I really don't want to, but if I have to do that, but if I, or I really do want to do it, but if I do it, then I'm going to offend this person. But, but if I say yes to this, then it's such a risk and I'm not sure what if it fails or what if that, whatever the answer is, yes or no, you're going to then follow through with this analysis. And then there is a paralysis because of this analysis. And that's when you're like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to choose. And you have a situation where you're not able to be decisive about this decision. Some of them are just day-to-day -day decisions that we have. Others are big, kind of overarching, life-changing decisions. We all have them. We're going to continue to have them. So facing them now, knowing that it is a two-step process and it really is this easy, can probably help you in your future decision-making. So first, realize there is a decision to make. You are at the situation where you're analyzing back and forth and back and forth and yes, well, no, but I'm not sure. And then you confuse yourself and then you feel like you're stuck and you're not even sure what the hell you're thinking about anymore. Know that you will be decisive. You have the power to make the decision. You have the power to make the decision. You have the power to think about what you think is right and then you have the power to feel what you feel is right. Both of those will always, always, always present themselves when you have this decision to make, okay? So our society has programmed us to turn off that gut feeling. It has programmed us to think. I mean, we're humans. We're, you know, multidimensional almost in our minds. We can overanalyze, overthink, come up with scenarios. And this is where our excuses come from. When we have those goals and we have things we want to do, but then we talk ourselves out of them, because of our excuses. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh no, but I'm scared. Oh, but I have bills to pay so I can't just leave this job. And Oh, the kids are still in school so I'll do it once they graduate. All that stuff, right? All our excuses. Oh, I'll start eating better tomorrow. Oh, maybe I'll fast one. All that, right? That's because we're thinking. That's not our gut feeling. That is not our gut reaction telling us to make those decisions. That is our mind, our mind, thinking things through, convincing ourselves and coming up with excuses and uh, the fears and the shame and the regret and scaring you with your past, which haunts you, right? Us, it haunts us, not you, us. Because this is an us situation. 
the thinking brain is powerful. And so, oh, I look like Selena today. Anything for Selena's. Thank you. I'm just reading the comments. <laughs> That's a great thing to wake up to, by the way. So thank you. So step one, we have a decision to make. We can be decisive. We now need to think, now we know the answers that come to us are from our thinking mind, our thinking mind, which comes from a programmed society, the thinking mind that comes up with excuses and fears that help you deviate away from the answers that you want, and your gut feeling. So you'll have a situation where you have a, a decision to make, a question, or something comes up, and you will know within a millisecond the answer. You will know. And then what happens, you talk yourself out of it, you come up with the excuses, you do all that other stuff, and then you are paralyzed through, an, through your analysis and you can't come up with your decision. So we know that, so that's step one. Acknowledge it, it's there. Nothing is wrong with you when you feel that frozen, when you feel that unsure, when you feel that, I don't know what to do, I don't know the answer. You do, of course you do. Hold on, I just need to admit some people, I apologize. Okay. You do know the answer. So step one is you have a decision to make. Know that you will likely be confused and conflicted by it because your thinking brain is now at odds with your gut intuition, your gut feeling. Your gut is not something you're gonna learn about or that you have to look for, it is there. It is called gut intelligence and there's actually a ton of science on it recently that tells you that your gut, like your actual stomach area, is tied to your brain. The enzymes produced in your gut tell you, tell your brain yes or no. And that literally, taking that a step further, that gut feeling actually honors and is in line with your natural love, your natural inclinations, what you naturally want to do. It's your gut instinct. So anytime you're feeling, anytime you're feeling that that gut is off, you're going against your natural alignment, your natural energy, you're naturally going against what energy wavelength you want to and should be on. So step one, that's that. Step two, again, what is your immediate reaction? Is it a yes or is it a no? Will you be a part of this organization? Can you help us do this event? Can you, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of things that are relative to people on here. Um, can you please come to this thing we're hosting? Can you please do this or can you not do that? Whatever, think about your life, situations that you've been in, questions people have posed to you, whether it includes your involvement, your energy, your time, anything. Tell me how many times immediately you're like, no, yes, and then we talk ourselves out of it. Okay, intuition versus Thoughts. This is huge. Intuition versus thoughts. So if you initially respond in that millisecond after that question is posed to you, if you initially respond yes or no, that's your answer. Remember it. Go back to it. That is your answer. That is your answer. Because you answer with your gut first and then we think second and then we come up with the excuses and then we back out of it. Your gut is going to be in perfect alignment with what your self-love and self-energy and, and what you truly want. But then we think, oh, but I can't say yes or I can't say no because, bless you, my queen. 
<laughs> I was gonna say my queen. I'm so used to saying that. Bless you, my kingdom, mi corazón. Um, people ask me for a ton of stuff. People ask me to do a ton of things. And, and it's not bad stuff. It's wonderful stuff, usually. But there's only one me, and there's a finite me. And I know what my alignment is. I know what my goals are. I know what my self-love is, and I know where I want to direct my energy. But our society has taught us that, well, if you don't say yes to participating or being involved in a certain thing or uh, being a part of a certain network or communicating with certain people, then something's wrong with you. So then that's when our thinking mind takes over and says, you should just do it. You better just do it. Because if not, then you're going to have drama and then you're going to upset people and then the family will be upset. The kids will be upset. I better just do it because if I say no, then they'll be mad at me. Right? Am I talking to you or am I talking to you? Then we ask ourselves, what is the absolute worst thing that will come out of me saying no? Or yes. But I say no because I know a lot of us are yes people. A lot of us take it all on and are spread too thin and are just like running with like chickens without heads because we should say yes. We should say yes. We should take on more projects. We should be involved in everything. Remember, we're supposed to have it all. I was listening to a podcast with Gabrielle, Un Gabrielle Union yesterday, and she's just made such beautiful points about the balance of having it all is a bunch of bullshit. And I've already talked about this, but it is. Part of our motivation in making and, and saying yes or no to certain decisions is motivated by this because we plug right back into what we should say yes or no to. Because we should, and if I wanna be a well-rounded woman or person, I'm gonna say woman because that's what I know, I should be able to be involved socially, politically. Uh, I should be a great networker. I should be a, you know, a, a amazing mom present for everything and not missing homeworks and not missing, you know, not doing any of that. I need to be the best wife, the best partner, the best business person, the best, the best, the best, the best. And we start saying yes and no and yes and no and yes and no to things we do not want to because we are trained and programmed back. I'm going to bring it back because this is really the crux of it all, guys. We are trying to fit into that puzzle piece that our society has trained us to. So then back to the question, what's the worst thing that will come out of us saying no or yes to one of these questions that we face every day? Say no. Can you just uh, be a part of this thing? Can you just come? We'd love to have you. And I'm sure they would because I'm amazing. Who wouldn't want me? But my instinct immediately told me no. I don't want to be involved in that. Why? Because I know I have a finite amount of time. I know if I say yes to this one thing, it's going to take away from my time for exercising, time with my children. It'll take, it doesn't matter what it is, but those things that are precious to me that I've carved out time in my day for will then be sacrificed. My gut intuition honors that which is, is part of my self-love. It honors and will always protect that which is the perfect alignment for me. My self-love is, you know, my family, my, my work, my, my peace, my quiet, my health. And if my intuition is like, mm -mm, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't join that thing or you shouldn't say yes to attending that thing or you shouldn't, you know, help that, go be a helper. And it's not even that you're not helping or not. Don't do that to yourself because then you'll shame yourself too. Like, oh, well, I'm saying no and I'm not helping that person. And, you know, and then we go into that rabbit hole. You're a bad person. You're not helping. 
It doesn't matter. Like I've always told you. You want to? Yeah. Okay. I'm watching you on my other Cue that song, my type. <laughs> All right. He might want to eat in a bit. Okay, so we have these decisions that, were, that are posed to us, and here we are. You know you don't want to do that thing. You know you don't want to be a part of it. You know you don't want to do it. And um, these are not bad things that are, that are presented to you. Let's bear that in mind. These are not bad things, okay? Some of them are wonderful things. Wonderful opportunities opportunities, wonderful, this, it'll be a great time, it'll be this, and then you start convincing yourself, well, you know, it'll be a good time, and I should do it, I should, I hate that word, I should, right? And then you can take this anal, anal, um, this analysis, I'm sorry, you can take this analysis of breaking down the decision-making process, step one, step two, into relationships, the job you're in, the environment you're in, um, people you work with, uh, do I, okay, let's, let's talk about relationships because there's some people on here that are in that zone right now. You have a Mr. Right or Mrs. Right, whatever it is for you, or a combination of both, yes, rights, yes. You have that list, you have that, well, I, I, I want this and I, you know, I want a person that has this and 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 this. There's our thinking brain telling us to fit into that puzzle piece in society that is that perfect person that we have thought is that perfect person. This is what they have to look like. All the while, you're probably meeting people or having interactions with people that your gut is saying initially yes to. They probably do not have all the check marks that our thinking mind has made up, but your gut is probably saying yes. They're like, oh, hello, maybe we should talk a little more. And then what happens? Our thinking mind says, no, mm -mm, no. We need to stick to our checklist, right? Or what about, and I, I wanna go back to the power of the gut decision because this is also a pivotal and critical part for you and, and for us in saying no or yes to things. Listen to your gut. How many of us have been in relationships, whether it's romantic or friendship or business or any kind of relationship, they're all relationships of, of some sort or the other, where you're not 100% in. It's okay, it's good enough, but your gut is not like, I want to explore 10 more years with this person. You're not like emphatically excited about 10 more or a lifetime more of this person in love or in business or in friendship. It's all the same. It's the same analysis. I look at Mike, my gorgeous man, and I'm like, I don't have enough time left in my life to spend with him. It's not even fair. It's not even fair. Can you say that about the relationships you're in? And it's not going to always be that way because he gets on my goddamn nerves, let me tell you. I know you're listening, Michael. I'm just kidding. I love him so much. Anyways, you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm trying to tell you. Look at your relationships. If they are less than 100% emphatically in, like, you know what? We have some moments. We have some days. But all in all, 100% yes, I am excited and I, I, I love this. I love this relationship, whether it's romantic, friendship, business, or whatever. I want to keep developing it. Or is your gut always, always at the pit of your stomach, always telling you, ah, it's good enough? He... 
or she or they check off some of the boxes, it gets the job done. And then days go by, weeks, months, years, and then you wake up because we didn't listen to our gut. We didn't listen to our intuition, which is always there because the intuition screams at us to try to keep us in alignment with our natural love, our self-preservation, our... Hi. I did hear you. I did hear that. <laughs> Good. Remember it. <laughs> and so the same analysis can be applied to your job. Why are you at the job you're at? Why are you there? Why are you in the industry you're in? Is it because you were told you were supposed to be there by a program society that says you need to do X, Y, and Z, get this job, and you'll be successful and happy, which you're not? If you can't ask that same question, can I see myself for the next 10 years in this position, developing, growing, learning more, ups and downs, not all rainbows and unicorns, no, 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 that's not life. I hope you've picked that up by now that I am not about that. Life is about feeling exposed, raw, insecure, lack of confidence, not sure, that's stepping out of the zone, that's going against the norm, the societal norm we've been, you know, we've had blinders on us and we're taking the blinders off and it's like, holy crap, this feels very uncomfortable. I feel exposed, I feel vulnerable, I feel like I'm free falling. But in that, you're allowed to honor your instinct. And when you're honoring your instinct, you're then able to say no or yes to situations. So yes, it's as easy as saying yes or no, but the analysis and the process of getting to that no, and it's usually no because we're yes people, we're taught to be people pleasers, most of us, and we wanna please people. We don't wanna disappoint, we wanna make people happy, but at our own expense. And so I take it all back to the gut decision because if your gut is like, oh, I don't really want to, ooh, that, the decision you make opposite of that feeling is you choosing not to honor your self-love and all of this self-development and self-work uh, you're doing and all this maturation and journey is for what? Why are you listening to these, these empowerers? Why are you reading those empowering quotes? Why are you doing all that? If you're not practicing, if you're not putting into practice, saying no, usually, again, because we're people pleasers, say no. Honor yourself first. This is where the rubber meets the road. If you really truly want to honor and self-preserve, start saying no when your gut intuition, your gut feeling is telling you, this does not feel right for me. It will feel uncomfortable. It will churn up very raw and not natural feelings because it's a not a natural space for us as people pleasing people to be in because we're going against the grain now. Because why? We're honoring what your gut is telling you you want. Oh gosh, we've been trained not to listen to that thing. We better think this through. It'll be bad for business. It'll be bad for your relationship. You'll hurt your family. You'll disappoint so many people. But your gut will be satiated. You, will be, you won't have that friction, that stress, that acid reflux, stress headaches, God forbid diseases that pop up because of the stress in every decision.